0: In March 2012, John Lewis Gaddis, a distinguished professor at Yale, was in Dallas promoting his Pulitzer Prize-winning biography of George Kennan. He came by my office to visit. We talked about his book, as well as my presidential memoir, Decision Points. At one point he told me he had his students read Winston Churchill's essay, Painting as a Pastime. I decided to read it because of my admiration for Churchill. And because even though I was active, I was antsy. I figured that if painting had sated Churchill's appetite for learning, I might benefit from it as well. I've been plenty busy since leaving the White House. I've written two books. Laura and I travel frequently, giving speeches and raising money for the George W. Bush Presidential Center. Much of our time is dedicated to the programs and initiatives of our policy institute there. I took up golf after a six-year hiatus. I stay in shape on the mountain bike trails in Dallas and on my ranch. Lately, Laura and I have reveled in the joys of grandparenthood. But despite all these pursuits, my life didn't seem complete. I wanted a new adventure, within the confines of the post-presidential bubble. I told Laura and our artist friend, Pam Nelson, that I might like to take up painting. They were surprised. I had been an art agnostic all my life. Laura said, You ought to try it. It seemed like she was slightly skeptical. Pam suggested I hire her friend Gail Norfleet, a notable and talented Dallas artist, as my instructor. Several days later, Gail came over to the house and asked me what my objectives were. Gail, there's a Rembrandt trapped in this body, I told her. Your job is to liberate him. Soon I was painting in my makeshift art studio a room Laura had previously dubbed my man cave. On our first session, Gail reached into her purse, pulled out a cube, and said, ''Paint this.'' ''Uh, what color?'' I asked, resorting to an old grade school stalling tactic. ''Just paint the cube, George,'' Gail said, dispensing with any presidential pleasantries and confirming that I'd found the right personality to instruct me. For the first time in my 66 years, I picked up a paintbrush that wasn't meant for drywall. I selected a tube of white paint and another labeled burnt umber. While I wasn't aware at the time that it was a color, I liked the name, which reminded me of mother's cooking. After a few fits and starts and a lot of hesitant brush strokes, I painted what actually looked like a cube. I was exhilarated. After dinner, I painted a watermelon, then an apple, and I've been painting ever since. From that point forward, I became a student of art. I wanted to learn as much as I possibly could about painting, perspective, light, and color. I took an online course from the Museum of Modern Art about art history. I studied artists like Lucian Freud, Wayne Thiebaud, Joaquin Sorolla, Jamie Wyeth, Ray Turner, Fairfield Porter, and the Impressionists. In our weekly sessions, Gail encouraged me to paint what I liked, I love animals, so I painted pets. I love our ranch, so I painted landscapes. Before long, I started to see the world differently. Shadows became colors. Once clear skies had subtle shifts of color. I was getting comfortable with the concepts of values and tones. At one point, Gail introduced me to her mentor, the respected Dallas artist Roger Winter. Roger came to my studio, looked at some of the paintings, and suggested that I paint world leaders with whom I'd served. I was flattered that Roger thought I could do it, and was intrigued by the notion. As far as I knew, no other president had painted world leaders. I collected photos and started sketching my contemporaries' faces onto canvases, intricately measuring their eyes relative to the nose, the mouth, and the placement of the ears. I enjoyed the challenge of painting the human form and trying to capture a person's spirit with brushstrokes. And over the course of many hours of work, I painted the portraits of Putin and Blair, Koizumi, Karzai, the Dalai Lama, and some 25 others. After a couple of years, Gail suggested I find another instructor who could help me on my journey to be a better painter, something only a great teacher would suggest. I became a student of longtime Texas Christian University art professor Jim Woodson, an excellent Texas painter and patient instructor. In one of our first sessions, Jim asked what I'd like to focus on. I said color. He convinced me to limit my palette to two reds, two yellows, thalo blue, and white, and I learned to mix colors from the primaries. Under Jim's tutelage, I painted a series of cacti and water lilies, hats, and more. Jim encouraged me to use larger canvases, larger brushes, and larger amounts of paint, technique known as impasto. I am fortunate that Jim came into my life. But he spends six months a year at his place in New Mexico, near where George O'Keeffe painted. I'm driven to learn as much as I possibly can before I'm no longer able to hold a paintbrush. And I know that in order to learn, not only must I paint a lot, but I must listen to those who have excelled in the pursuit. So when Jim headed west in 2015, I asked a young painter named Cedric Huckabee, who was honored in the National Portrait Gallery's Outwin buchever Portrait Competition, to join me. I had seen his work at the local gallery and was very impressed. He is a superb painter. Thankfully, Cedric agreed to help me, and thus began my third relationship with a talented artist.